Okay, Kafdal and Dhamadalov, literally the top nine. Okay, so we learnt that you are allowed to sleep with the tefillin underneath your head. But it didn't say exactly, it just said under your head. But exactly what position, now the Gemara is going to discuss this. Exactly where should you put the tefillin? On Rabbi Yomir, says Rabbi Yomir, between the mattress and the pillow. But, but very important, not directly opposite the head. In other words, what we're saying is that you can put it under the pillow because that ensures Mishabura claims that it won't fall off, so it sort of stays firm. But you can't put them directly beneath your head because that's a disrespect. So you've got to push it out a little bit. In other words, you put it under between the pillow and the mattress, but not directly underneath your head. So when it says Tachas Marashosa before, under the head, it doesn't mean literally under, it doesn't literally mean under the head. It means sort of under the pillow, sort of, you know, in, in, it moves over a little bit. You can place tefillin in a bag underneath your head, which implies that it, it will be directly underneath your head. Answers the Gemara here as well. The Mapak de Lamorsha, by the way, cover is a hat. Mm. And they used to have bags in shapes of hats to where you used to put tefillin. Right? Nowadays, you see people who are sort of like army surplus, you know, like a, a thermos yeah, blast, yeah, yeah, you know, with a tefillin. T- <laughs> that's, right, that's, that's from the Israeli army. No, yeah, yeah. that's from what? From the army. So it should get wet. It's for wet and, and heat. And conversation. Yeah. Ah, so, 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 so that's the Israel. They were designed for the yeah. army. for the army. For the, the army. Yeah. yeah. So it, it seems that that is that told, they didn't know anything about what we have got nowadays. Uh, the a bag, protective covers, the protective covers, yeah. It was not, it, no, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Could be not, yeah. Otherwise, you mean it would be covered already in any case, yeah. yeah. You got a point. In any case, the mafik le lemorsha to cover le bar that you, you draw the bulge or the pouch beyond the part of the pillow where you're sleeping your head on. In other words. They put it, even though they said it, well, it's in a bag, so it sounds like it can be in a bag, you can lie directly on top of it. Again, it was pulled away, away from sort of just being underneath the head. Same, same idea. Bakapora Bakapora, he would wrap the tefillin in the curtain surrounding the bed. Remember, in those days they had four poster beds. So they had the like, sort of curtains coming down, so he put it in the curtain. And again, the bulge was drawn outwards, so it wasn't away from the bed. Rav Shisha Bered Ravidi Manaklu Ashar Shifa. Rav Shisha, he put the tefillin on a stool. Upore Sudra Alayu. And then he put a scarf over them. Why wasn't it good enough just to put the tefillin on a stool? Because we learned you have to have kiss but kiss. You have to have both. So one was the fact that it was in a bag. And the other thing was it was a scarf over it. Amrav Amnuna Bered Rav Yosef. Amnuna Bered Rav Yosef said as follows. Zim Nechoda Avon Ke'im Nechamei I was once standing in front of Rava, the Omeli, and he said to me, Zil Aitalit Tfilin, go and bring me my Tfilin. Va'ashkartinu, so, you know, go to, go to my house and fetch the Tfilin. Va'ashkartinu ben Karolakeses, and I found them between the mattress and the pillow, exactly as we said before, Shalaikan Eged Russia, not exactly underneath his head. 
Vahava Yodano to Yom Tzfilahava. I happen to know that it was the 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 it was a day where his wife was going to have it, have Tzfilah. So presumably, or it was the night before was Tzfilah, and therefore presumably they had relations. And why did he, why did he tell me to go and get it from there? To teach me that the halacha, because before we said, what does Shmuel said, like this, we asked Akasha, uh, where are you allowed to put it? Are you allowed to put it underneath your head that's filling? And we said, Even his wife is with him. And, and the Gemara later on said, We learned to brace it against what Shmuel says. You can't do it when, when, when your wife is there. Now the Rishon said the Hilchos say the Halacha is like him, because whatever is done to protect them is better, is more important than the disrespect that they might get, right? So now he sent me. So so Rav Amnuna, Brader of Yosef, he says I was in front of Rava, and Rava wanted to show me not only in, that the Halacha is like Shmuel, that even if your wife is with you, you can put the twillin underneath the pillow. But I actually did it. So to show him this was a way, if Clive would be here, he'd have many, many questions on the, many questions on this story. I remember last time he did. But if you understand, so this is what they did in those days. He felt they weren't that, so prudish. They were, yeah, yeah. Listen, he understands it's all being done the Shem Shemayim. So even though it was, you know, it does rely on one thing that the person who's sleeping doesn't toss, doesn't toss the turn. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you mean if he turns around, then his head is going to touch the thing. <laughs> Quite right, yeah. So I suppose he put it far enough that even sort of, even if you do turn, I mean, normally when you turn, you turn sort of uh, on your stomach, not so much. Well, I don't know, it could be the head as well. Yeah, you've got a point. You've got a point. But you couldn't, you couldn't push it too far away, because if you push it too far away, then you've got to worry that it might fall off the bed. Yeah, and that would be worse. So I suppose that's incredible. They could take two pieces of glass. It doesn't kiss with our teeth. They could just take. Yeah, I know, but you can't know. But we take his body. Yes. Was that bad? No, that's not the that's not the problem. Kiss with our kiss. The thing is like this: that it's nishkan covered to to lie directly on it. Even even if you're lying on a pillow and the tefillin is underneath the pillow, because we said it's between the pillow and the mattress. So you push it out a little bit. So you try you have but the whole point is Colin Tureatve Odiv is to 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 protect it. So we're saying what Graham said, if you push it too far away then it can fall off. So that you can't do either. Okay. Right. Two people are sleeping naked in one bed. My wife overheard me learning this with uh, with uh, my son Yossi. I always go every Tuesday night. I do it with Yossi. She said, "Look, that, is that all the Kamora talks about? Because she hears about the toilet one week and the next week about sleeping." Is there nothing else? I said, well, there are other things in the world. There's an article last week about, about the, the South Koreans. Yeah, yeah, they're learning Talmud. Yeah, they're learning, yeah, they're learning Talmud. <laughs> Apparently, the art scroll, is that true, has been translated into... into Korean. That's what they said. I don't, really? I don't know if it's true. Well, you they realise they realize you're not clever. Yeah, and where do you get your clever? Yeah, you get it. that's right. 
No, no, it, it, uh, the Gemara will discuss whether it's two men or a man and a wife. No, that will the Gemara will discuss. But Shnaim at the moment, she's shenim b'mita achas. Two people are sleeping naked in one bed. British rallies, they call it. <laughs> what? They call it British rallies. British rallies. Is this the yeah. reason, reason we're not learning Gemara? Could be, could be. Yeah, yeah, there we you get a big shot on it. What is a dinner so one person can turn his face away from the other and say, and the other one do the same? In other words, can they recite the Shema while they're lying back to back and their bodies are touching? In other words, they're, 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 say it, their buttocks are, are they're, uh, they, they are touching each other. Is, is that considered an erva? You obviously can't do it when there's an erva. And the front part is definitely an erva. So the question is, is the back also an erva? That, that is a question of the Gomorrah. Shmuel says again, one is allowed to do that even if his wife is with him. Meaning, certainly if you've got two men, you can do it. But the Chiddush, even if his wife is with him, you can, you can also do it. You know, just him and his wife is okay. Now, if I can refer you to, to the middle Tosfos, as follows. Shnaim she yushen imamit of imtoma, kashna, belay raya erevas atzmai. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, that the, that you're back to back. But still, if the person's completely naked, he can see his own erva in the front. And therefore, how can he say Krishna? His hair, he can't see it because his head is sticking out of, of his, there's a sheet there and his head is sticking out of the sheet so he can't see his erbol. But we have a kalal. His heart, in other words, he might have, say, a blanket up to there and the head is sticking out. But we have a din if liba, his heart, in other words, there's no cover between the lave and the erevel, that's also no good. So it says, to answer times, the answer is, because there's a machlokas about it, whether, everyone agrees you can't see your own erevel, but there's a machlokas about if the heart, if there's no cover between the heart and the erevel, so he holds that's okay. Iname, or another answer, we're talking about a case where he puts a cover between his heart and his and, and the erevel, so that's okay. Alright, so now we say, <coughs> even if his wife is with him, he can, even if, if, even if him and his wife are lying back to back, they can say, he can say, Krishna. Maskala Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef says as follows. Now we look, we learnt in the words, so that means, means certainly if two men are, are, are next to each other, certainly they can do it, right? Don't let Ofsted know anything about this, right? But ish dive by acha, and so, and so and, but even if his own wife. So ask the Rabbi Yosef. It does that make sense? Other other ish dive A man's wife is like himself. In as much, right? Rush explains that since a person is used is accustomed to being with his wife it's not so likely that if there's contact between him and his wife it will lead to immoral thoughts whereas another man is not like himself right so it should really be only his wife if it's his wife, it's okay because he won't have any bad thoughts. But another man, he might have some thoughts. So how can the way, well, the way Shmuel refers to it 
Even if his wife with him, but certainly if two men are together, that, that, they, they can do that. So Rabbi Yosef says, no. With another man, he might have bad thoughts, whereas with his wife, because he's accustomed to being with her, he won't have bad thoughts. Mesve. So This one Bryce says, if two people are sleeping naked in one bed, and they're basically they're back to back, as we said. Right? They they can say Shema, not a problem. That's one Brysa says that. But Tanya Khrita, but we learned in another Brysa. <coughs> the opposite. Hayoshim Bemita, somebody is sleeping in a bed. Ubonov, and his sons. And other members of his households are his side. Harizel Loyakrokre Shema, he cannot say Shema. Elim Kain Hoysa Talismov Sekas Benayam, unless there's a cloak between them. However, Katanans and other members of the household are Katanim are minors, and the Gemara will later on ask what age do these Katanim have to be, but if they're Katanim, Muta it's allowed. Right. So we say like this Bishlam Kasha. We've got two brises here now that we learnt, which are a contradiction to each other. The first one says that if two people are back to back, they're allowed to say Krishna. But Tanya Kharita, they're not. They can only say it if there's a, a what do you call it? There's a cloak between them. So the, the, the two brises contradict each other. So we say like this. Bishlam Rav Yosef like Kasha. According to Rav Yosef, it's not a Kasha. Why? Because Rav Yosef differentiates between his wife and another person. Remember Rav Yosef, we said, Maskifla Rav Yosef, that only your wife is okay, because with a wife you're unlikely to have bad thought because you're accustomed to being with her, but another person you can't. So therefore he would explain the two brises as follows. The first brises, which allows you to be back to back with somebody else, that refers to his wife. So that's okay. Where's the second brises? Which says that you have to put a garment between the, between the two, that refers to another man. Shmuel Kasha. Now Shmuel doesn't make a difference between your wife or another person, because remember Shmuel says, even if his wife is with him, meaning another person certainly but even if his wife is in but he doesn't make a difference between a wife and another person if so how will, how will he explain the contradiction between the two brises so again with Rabbi Yosef we can, we can explain the contradiction of the two brises one is talking about with his wife which is permitted and one's with another person which is not permitted but a Shmuel who says there's no difference between his wife and another person how will he explain the contradiction between the two brises so Omalach Shmuel Shmuel will answer you is it all okay because we said to a counter of Yosef it's fine it's not a problem but we learnt in the second place if you're sleeping in the bed of Bono Bnei Beis of Amita, unless there is a talus, a cloak between them. Oh, now the thing is like this: it's understood that Shmuel understands what we say. Bono, his children, or Bnei Beisai, the members of his household. Who is Bnei Beisai? Now, Bnei Beisai, according to Shmuel, must be his wife. 
the notion of B'nai Beisa because you've got Bon of his sons or B'nai Beisa right it could also be according to Rabbi Yosef probably means his daughters because Rabbi Yosef remember he says only that the wife is okay so according to Omar Shmuel Vatanya is everything hunky dory according to Rabbi Yosef? But Tanya, but we learned in, a, in the second brayzer, Hayoshim b'mita bonav b'nei beisav b'mita la yikro kriyshema elim kenaisa talisama fnekzekes b'neim. And when we learn, when the wording is bonav, his sons u b'nei beisav, we have to assume that b'nei beisav means his wife. So what we're saying is, you cannot say kriyshema if you're if 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 you're together with your wife back to back. Now, that's what the that's what the second Bryce says. Now that goes against what Rav Yosef says because Rav Yosef says, right? Only Isha, only Isha. And here we say, if you've got Isha, if you've got Isha, Bnei uh, Beisai, which is Isha, you can't be together. So he's got a Bryce which goes against him. So he's also got a Kasha. So how do you defend Rav Yosef? Isha Rav Yosef Tanoihi. So, according to Rav Yosef, who will agree that there's a machloikas tanoim. In other words, you've got two prices. One says it's allowed. You are one says it's not allowed. Says lididi nami tanoihi. According to me, well, what was a kashan shmuel? How is he? Since he doesn't differentiate between your wife and another person, how is he going to explain the two prices? Answer is he will. He will say that there's a machloikas tanoim. One price says this. One tana says this, and one tana says that. I also say that regarding your wife or with anyone else, whatever it is, it's a machlokas tanoim. So that's what the two braces are. Okay. Omama. So you've got to face away and recite Shema. Agovas. Agovas means, the translation of Agovas means buttocks, the behind. It's an, it's an erva. So how can you do that? Messiah lay the Rav Huna. So this Bryce supports what Rav Huna said. Om Rav Huna, Rav Huna says, Agovas mishum erva. Even though the front is an erva, the back is not an erva. And therefore that's why they can do it. So the Gemara says, Let's bring a proof from the following Mishnah. It's a Mishnah in Chala, which supports Rav Huna. A woman can sit on the ground and separate a chala, a rumor, even while she's naked. Why? Because she's able to cover her front, the erva in other words, when she's sitting on the ground. But there's not, that is not allowed in the case of a man, because, as Rashi explains, even when a man is seated, yeah, you can still see his erva is exposed. So a man can't do it, a woman can so what do we say the Mishnah allows a woman to make a brocha on chala even though her behind part is exposed so that proves that the behind is not considered an erva says the Gemara no Nishkan Raya it's where where her behind is completely sunk into the ground in other words she, she's sitting on soft earth and she presses herself into it. So as Nishka and I, we wanted to bring a proof that Agova is not an erva. We wanted to prove why, because she can sit there and she can do chala, even though, even though her behind is showing. 
So we say, no, we're talking about a case where she's sitting deep into the earth, so even her behind is not showing. So it's not a riot, it's not a riot. To separate Chala, and to say, and to say the Brocha, and to say a Brocha. It doesn't matter, but you can't say a Brocha if an Eva is showing. You can't say a Brocha. We'll, we'll have later on about, uh, Woman with with a voice, with a covering the hair, all the rest of it, sort of thing. All these things are are, are considered or, or shaykh. The thigh, for example, is considered an erva. An erva, you can't <clears> say <throat> krishma, you can't say any any dovisha bikadusha in front of an erva. No, no, it seems not. I was thinking about that myself. It's not considered. No, that's not considered. The erva is only on the front, and there is a shala if on the back is considered erva. So we say it's not. And we wanted to bring a proof. So we say, no, it's not really a proof because in this particular case she's sitting pressed onto the ground so you can't see the back either. Okay. Omamar, im If we said if his sons and members of his household are katanim, muta, he's allowed to say shma while lying next to them. That means even without a cover in between them. But ad kamo, to what age are they considered to be katanim? A girl under the age of three years and one day. And a boy until the age of nine and one day. So Rashi says like this. It's not royal beer, which means to say like this. That if you've got acts acts of intercourse right, of Tashmish involving which girls and boys younger than that age that's not considered an act of cohabitation that's not considered Tashmish and therefore under that age it's okay and the fact is so there's no erva as such and therefore you can say Shema there by the way where does this idea of one day come, come from it says three years and one day what, what's the one day it means once the birthday has begun so really it's like mixer say I'm kukulai, right? Really it doesn't mean a whole day it has to be, but as long as they, you know the birthdays come that's you know that's that's when uh, that's when they're considered first day in the next year. Oh first day, yeah. Into into yeah. In other words, once the birth once the birthday has begun, that's what it means. So in other words, if you're... Three complete years. What? That's a three, three, four years. Yeah, three, four years. Yeah. But it's a case of mitzvah sayyam kukulai. Right? You don't have to wait the whole... doesn't mean you have to wait till the end of the day, but as long as you're into the three years. Igata Omrah. Incidentally, talking about mitzvah sayyam kukulai, that's when, when somebody gets up Lailena from Shiva... Why do we get up? Why do we get up first thing in the morning? Because the mixes are yomka kula, and in fact the halacha is that a person, you know, has din kadima when it comes to shiva. So when he comes on the seventh day, he comes to shul for mincha in the afternoon. It, it, it's still considered his day of shiva. In other words, even though he's got up, even though he's got up, but he's only got up because of mixes yomka kula. But that last, you have to sit seven days shiva. So you can get up already after you've just sat a little bit mixed with Yom Kukula, but that day is still a day of Shiva, and he therefore gets Din Kadima over Ben Shleish and Ben Yud Base, etc., etc. What? It's Shabbos, he can get caught yeah, up. Yeah, Shabbos, he gets, Shabbos, he gets, yeah, 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 that's right. 
because it's after Shachris, that's right. That means somebody who sits Shiva. Yeah, I had that because I sat Shiva from Sunday, finished on Shabbos morning. So, Shabbos, yeah. So, so even though mincha, it's mincha, seventh, you can have an aliyah. Yes, yeah, so even though it's still the seventh day, yeah. it's still shiva, but you can yeah. get you can get yeah. an aliyah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's say, because we said, what do we say? A girl is three three years and one day. Nine years and one day. A girl is up till eleven. Up till eleven years old, she's considered a katana. And therefore, the father can be within the same bed and say Kriyashima. A boy until the age of 12 and one day. Right? However, In other words, if a girl is 11, because remember, you know, we normally we say a girl is Basmet, so she's at 12, and a boy is 13. Here, it's a year before that. And we say that when a girl is 11 and a boy is 12, the Issa only applies once they're both, de- de- the girl is developed, and the, and the boy as well got Shnesaris, etc., etc. However, when it comes to a girl is 12, and a boy is 13... That's even if the if you don't see any signs, it still applies because they've reached that age. But if they're earlier, then then they're only um, it's only also from that age onwards to for the father being the better thing. Only if they they you know show signs of of, of, of uh, development, etc. Omer of Kana Ravashi, Kana said Ravashi, Hosam Omer Rava. Now we learned this last week. In the case of somebody who puts tefillin under his pillow. We said, even though there's a brisa which says Ishta Ima, you can't do it. So there was a question against Shmuel. Nevertheless, we said the halacha is like Shmuel. That even if his wife, even in other words, even if his wife is with him, and then there's a chance that they might have relations, nevertheless, he could put the tefillin underneath the pillow. All right, he, in the case that we just learned this evening, where two people say Shema while lying back to back, what is it in? In other words, do, do we hear also accept the, 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 the Saka of Shmuel that this is also allowed even when you're with, you, with, with your wife? Because what we said was, Shmuel said, In both cases, he said, When you put the, uh, the twiller underneath the pillow, he said, And here as well, facing back to back, also he said, so what we're saying is like this. Do we up so Omalir Khan Ravashi Hosom we said that Allah is like Rabbi Shmuel like Shmuel? Hokamai, here what is the situation? In other words, do we also say since Shmuel is saying basically the same in both things, i.e. that it's allowed even if his wife is there, the first case was with it's filling under the pillow and the second case was like back to back also with his wife there. Once we say the halacha is like Shmuel, Phila Ishta Ima in the first case, do we also say halacha is like Ishta Ima in the second case as well, lying back to back? So he said to him, Have you woven them all with the same weave? Meaning, just because we paskened like him in one case, doesn't mean we automatically paskened like him in another case. No, where it was stated that we follow Shmuel 
that's what we do in other words we said here like this before we said that there's a tyufta on Shmuel nevertheless the halacha is like him so that's we said the halacha is like him but here in this case we didn't say that the halacha is like him so you can't automatically assume even though it's the same wording that just because the halacha is like that in one case it's automatically in another case Omle Rav Mori says Rav Mori Rav Popper say your yikes of a big time if hair we're here referring to pubic hair is coming out of your garment right so Rashi says there's a hole in somebody's garment and some pubic hairs are protruding out of it is that considered an error or not right so can you say Shema because you can't say Shema when you can see Erevo so this pubic hair does that have the status of Erevo or not so Aunt Corale Sir Amori said for a pomper sail sail hair hair what hair in other words you look at Rashi Rashi says sail sail climb a mabakach it's fine the hair doesn't matter in other words there's no problem at all in other words even though obviously uh, the lower parts aren't ervo but the hair is not considered an ervo Omer of, now I'll tell you what this, this, is, this is a new a new part so I think since, since when I don't want to start that now because we, because we, we won't finish it the next part we'll do that next week sure okay sure.